Hey, why am I his sidekick, all right? How do you know he's not my sidekick? Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti. And with me, as always, are my wonderful sidekicks, first, Mr. Mashko. Can I kick it? Get yes, you can. All right, things okay. are normal now. Okay, back. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then there's features. Hello, Internet. They said hi. Uh, and then uh, Baby Huey. What's going on? I, I wasted all my energy on the hello, hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Moscow has had too much coffee, and I haven't had enough. That was pretty much the entire Ooh. hour-long conversation we had before hitting record. <laughs> and it was good, too. Hopefully it was good. It, uh, we learned over. a lot about each other. <laughs> we have to stop doing the show before the show. Yeah, we have a bad habit of that. There's My favorite is that on the show, this is so meta because we're about to talk about what we talk about before the show on the show. But I, I, <laughs> I love when we I love every time we do the show and we say, yeah, like we were talking beforehand. <laughs> it always it cracks me up every time. Uh, all right. Welcome back. Uh, yeah. A lot, lot has happened. A lot of sad things. A lot of wonderful things. Uh, and a lot of just kind of fluff stuff that we're going to go through but um the two big stories obviously and the what we're going to focus the majority of the show on was obviously wakanda forever being released and then the bigger news of the sad passing of kevin conroy so this show is primarily going to be those two topics there's some other things that we want to just kind of rush through right off the bat just to kind of get some other uh i think i think pretty big stories or at least mentioning stories i guess they're worth mentioning um but like for okay, Moscow, for example, you you posted earlier something about Star Wars. Yeah, the the we're, we're getting right into. Yeah, Let's just go. We're getting right in. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So it was just announced that Andor is going to air on TV. Now you say TV. Well, it's already on TV. Well, we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about no one, like no one listening thought that. Yeah. <laughs> it's on my TV. <laughs> That's the caffeine critter in the corner of my mind right I now. I love the caffeine critter. I love that. Oh, yeah. Uh, so the show, the first two episodes, uh, which we've been watching on Disney Plus, it's fantastic. I suggest everybody see it. And you now you can, unless you don't have any type of TV. Uh, but the first two episodes will be on ABC, FX, Freeform, and I believe Hulu. Uh, and this will happen starting... Uh, oh, actually, it's going to be a rotating... Uh, period here so november 23rd it will be on abc november 24th on fx november 25th on freeform and then available from november 23rd to the 7th on hulu that's the first two episodes which are phenomenal just just, yeah then it gets slow and then it gets really good so (laughs) so once episode three and four rolls around you're gonna go oh wait i signed up for (laughs) disney plus why (laughs) <laughs> Tales of the Jedi is what you signed up for. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what you signed up for. Uh, although I won't lie, Andor right now is outstanding. Oh, Andor, phenomenal. 
yeah. pulled itself up by its bootstraps to get out of that prison. <laughs> it's, and it's the, it's the best, some of the best Star Wars I've seen in a long time. Um, although pales it's swimmingly good, swimmingly good, swimmingly. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow, We're, wow. Um, I mean, is is everybody on on the Andor uh, bandwagon, oh, yeah. or have we? All, oh yeah, yeah? oh for well, sure. Time. Yeah, I was I was iffy for a while there. There was a couple episodes. I was like, I don't know about this show. I was yeah. very excited for it, but man, it was not living up to the the that you know Suicide Squad Rogue One hype. <laughs> <laughs> Once the heist happened, I think that's when it got. That's when it. Got yes, its yes, absolutely. You could have just started with the heist, to be honest. So mm-hmm. that's why I think they're putting it on TV. I don't think they got the ratings on Disney Plus that they want. Oh, that's probably true. That's probably true. I mean, I, I from from what I understand, the short period of time that Tales of the Jedi now my Tales of the Jedi was six short episodes, but blew viewership out of the water for Andor. It was like the second most streamed show opposed to Andor, which was fifth. Wow. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Do you which, think it's the it's not Star Wars, but it's Star Wars probably yeah. that's out there? That's probably. What I think. Uh, what well, it is, yeah, no, I just think Which that there's is an ex- why I like it. I think there's an excitement to learn more about some of those familiar characters that did not get the the same treatment that um, you know your Chewbacca's and stuff got. Like finding out more about Dooku and especially Ahsoka. I think this shows the power of that character. Ahsoka's character is way more powerful than Disney. I think understands yet. I think I think they're about to. I think if this show goes well, it's about to. I think you're going to start seeing Ahsoka everywhere because she could be the character that Ray was that they were hoping Ray was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But Andor hasn't. I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know. I just I think it was the need to tell the origin before making it entertaining. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. You know, is that, well, wow. For real though, the, I can the see origin that. is I, is not that entertaining. Yeah. It's not that entertaining. But the show itself is as a whole right now. Yes. But the, they didn't space that out. They they just they just slapped you with this. Hey, by the way, we're gonna take our time. Um, <laughs> settle in, buddy. We're in it for the long haul. We got a lot more episodes to go. <laughs> well, yeah, how many two seasons? How many episodes yeah. in one season though? For Ten, Andor, uh, twelve. It's twelve. Ten. I think it's 12, because I think they said 24 total. So this saga okay. will be done after the second season. Uh, we'll we'll fact check that one. But I'm checking on it now. I'm <laughs> All right. Well, while you do that, what do you think about uh, apparently the director of Constantine 2, uh, the uh, Keanu Reeves one mm-hmm. that's, uh, that's in the works, is pushing for a hard R. Hard R? A hard R. Hard R. We are hope you pitched it just like that. <laughs> but uh, I think it is 12. What do you think? What do you- so, sorry. Okay. Okay. Um, I I think I actually I think it, it might it might be necessary given the climate and then what the what the the, the subject matter is probably going to be out be about we're dealing with the occult. I would like to see it as a hard R because it's going to open up better vision it's going to give us a chance to see better visuals and make it wildly more entertaining than it probably already will be i i'm i'm for it i think it needs a hard r not need it but it would definitely benefit i think that's the only way you can really top the visuals that we got from the first step the first movie is beautifully scary for a for a a dull kind of pg-13 movie like where it is scary it's scary like the bug dude 
is pretty creepy. Uh, mm-hmm. There are depictions of hell, the demons. Now, just imagine if the 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 blood was there. You know what I mean? Like there there that the mm-hmm. HBO element <laughs> that a series like this, or yeah, I guess I guess you could call it a series now with the second movie um, is missing. It that first movie to me, as far as a comic book movie is concerned, is is it's not accurate but damn near perfect if that makes sense mm-hmm. it's a great movie it's a very entertaining but it has that same problem that we'll get into with something like wakanda forever even morbius where um like you get you get morbius they splash somebody's face and you hear the blood hit the ground but you don't see it oh yeah like, well <laughs> and then his claws and his clothes are fine there's no blood anywhere but you hear the splash that whole like, scene well, we just like ripping the guys apart this is this us. is weird this is this is weird. Spoiler alert for pretty much anything we talk about, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I, I technically haven't seen Constantine, so I'll put that in my list. You've yeah. never seen the first Constantine? I didn't see it. No. Uh, oh, let's go. See, I'm, I'm shocked. I've never You've seen never, it. Baby Huey, you haven't seen Keanu nope. Reeves Constantine? I have not. Okay, oh excuse me, Moshko. Baby Huey, what the? Come on, bro. Wow. <laughs> what the? I have it queued up on HBO Max, so. It's that good. Yeah, it's, it's a very underrated, unsung comic book movie. Mm-hmm. I think Matt Somewhere Ryan's line. It just, I don't know. I don't know and that's a lot of people felt that way. You're not alone in that. And then, I mean, on, and he's not the most accurate Constantine you'll ever find. He's very much Keanu Reeves wearing a Constantine costume. Whoa. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, I think Matt Ryan was a better Constantine. No, no offense oh, yes. to Keanu Reeves, but I think Keanu Reeves' movie is better than that show was. I didn't watch that the show. Was good. But the whole, if I had to take all of uh, Matt Ryan's Constantine era, minus the animated movies, Keanu Reeves' movie blows them out the water. <laughs> and and Every time you talk about Matt Ryan, I kind of lose it as a... You, you think know, I'm talking the, baseball? <laughs> football. <laughs> football. Sports ball yeah. is with him, remember? Come on, come on. Sports ball. Every sports. time. Sports ball. Good sports. Golf downs, right? <laughs> no, golf downs. Way to go, uh, Coach Saturday over there in Indianapolis for... <laughs> realizing wow. yeah he's the guy that needs to be playing um anyway. all right well anyway since two of us haven't seen that we'll move on to the next one let's talk about thunderbolts for a second uh and we'll talk more about thunderbolts when we talk about black panther <laughs> i was gonna but, say what's the but david david arbor did it was doing his round of interviews for um uh silent night or violent night oh the, the santa, santa, santa claus movie, movie. I'm excited for that. And somebody, and you know how like most people when they get a they get a Marvel role, they're pretty kind of you know closed lipped, right? They're very, they're not willing to say much. David Arbor didn't say much, but he also said a lot at the same time. Oh boy! So I have a feeling that based on just what he was talking about, Thunderbolts is going to be a a Captain America. Winter Soldier esque movie where it has cool. ramifications that are largely impactful across the future of Marvel movies up until the multiverse ends. I'm I have okay a feeling, with that. So Shield and losing Shield in Winter Soldier had long standing ramifications that we're still they're still dealing with now with sword and stuff coming around. Um, I he says that something's going to happen at the end of that movie that changes a lot. Now rumor had it a long time ago that this was how they were going to introduce Norman Osborn. That Norman Osborn was going to be introduced towards the end of it. And it's seeming to me that Thunderbolts is going to be a, an amalgamation of Doom War uh, and of Siege from Dark Reign. Mm. So I have a feeling it's going to be this merger of those two stories and this big Wakandan battle. Um, 
where the the suicide squad of Marvel, the aka the Thunderbolts, hmm. are either trying to get in through the back door, maybe use it or using um uh Bucky. Bucky as a means. That's why he's on the team. The White Wolf. I, I'm very. I became after seeing Black Panther and hearing what David Arbor is saying about this movie. I am way more excited for Thunderbolts than I thought I was going to be. And, this, and it is a phase-ending movie, so I have mm. a feeling just like Civil War and Winter Soldier kind of th- just shattered aspects of the MCU. Thunderbolts is about to do the same. Um. All right, and then I think let's let's do one more because I know Baby Huey, you had something you wanted to talk about with Transformers. Apparently, that's new. <laughs> uh yeah last weekend a new uh, transformers cartoon came on uh paramount plus it's called transformers earth spark paramount um, plus i thought netflix had all the transformer stuff no uh diversify <laughs> uh no it's on paramount plus and i was just going over some of the uh the voice actors that are in this and it's 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 a little bit different. So you have um, Alan Tunick playing Optimus Prime. Love uh, Alan Tunick. You have Rory McCann Steve playing Megatron. Bro, it's come on now. Yeah, <laughs> dodge a wrench. You can dodge anything. <laughs> you are Steve. Uh, <laughs> or a ball. The Dread that. Pirate right. Steve in no man's land. Hey, that's those that, those caffeine critters, bro. They got yeah, you. <laughs> They're nibbling at my brain stem. Oh, boy. oh my god. That has to go on your soundboard. For anybody unaware, <laughs> Bosco's been building a soundboard forever of just random weird quotes. Sometimes it'll sound like some of us are on the show that aren't actually there, and that's just <laughs> that's just Bosco working his magic. But if it's nibbling on my brainstem, does not make it on that soundboard, I'm going to be furious. We should release it as an app. Dude, make this soundboard. We'll make it an app and put it in the app store. <laughs> oh, God. Caffeine critters are nibbling on my brainstem. <laughs> Well, now that I hear it back. It's that's, sorry, that's, sorry, that's yeah. Go ahead, Alan Tudyk. Yar, let's go. <laughs> Being interrupted? No, I'm not used to that at all. Uh, <laughs> my bad. That's my that's my role here. <laughs> uh, Rory McCann playing Megatron. You may know Rory uh, from Game of Thrones. He was the Hound. Ooh. Oh, okay. Oh, that's great. As okay. a voice actor. Yes. Hmm. And then uh, Dietrich As- uh, Dietrich Bader playing the villain Mandroid. Um, Dietrich Bader uh, from the Drew Carey show. Uh, oh, space. Oh, yeah. Uh, also played <laughs> two chicks at the same time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> also played in two chicks at the same time. Man, that goes on the soundboard. Come on, uh, man. You know what I do? <laughs> two chicks at the same time. That's, that's it? That's uh, it? Also, he was... Uh, you know you can do that now, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Only on weekends. Uh, now what, now what, what is it? Now when you look like me, you don't. <laughs> he was also uh, Batman in uh, Brave and the Bold. Okay. Wow, hmm. it's a it's a CGI show. It's it takes place here on, on Earth, and the premise is that it takes Earth, place on Earth. Yeah, it's called Earth Spark. the uh, The object, uh, the premise of the show is that for the first time ever, two Transformers were created here on Earth by a Cybertronian device. So they were, they were born on Earth, and um, the animation's pretty good. Uh, it's about ten episodes long, uh, about twenty-two minutes each. The only thing I don't like about it is they're using CGI for the animation, but when they were firing their guns or any explosions happened, they looked two D cell animated. 
So it's it's go, it's it, going for that anime kind of vibe, kind of like the Ninja Turtles Nickelodeon one did. Uh, yeah, it, it took me out of it. Like CGI for the most part doesn't take me out of things, but this was a little jarring to see like nice CGI and then well, cell animation. Yeah. Do you watch it? So what you said there was two that were born on Earth, and that was like that's the premise of the show. Is like these are like ceremonious. Is like a big deal. Uh, it happened. It happens in the first episode that these two kids fall into a ca- cavern. Uh, the brother and sister. They see this rock. They touch it, and the rock for- like forms little controlling devices over their Moscow. <laughs> <laughs> they form these little little devices on their hands, and they can like they sense what the new new robots are feeling. So they're like connected so, to them. But it's, so it's actual people turned into Autobots. No, the, the robots were created from, from the rock. The reason why I'm asking this, the reason why we're going down this rabbit hole yeah. is I've watched those Michael Bay awful movies, except <laughs> the first one. And yeah, they were awful. Yes. Um, the, the action scenes were, when you could tell what was happening, were fun, but they're not good movies. But there were, there were Transformers being created left and right. There was a, there was a, a, a sprite machine. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. Right. machine that was attacking people. So there was there was not a very sanctum uh, or a, a very it, ceremonious honestly, birth. <laughs> you know, it's kind of similar to that where like they touched this rock, which they just they're trying to figure out where this rock came from, and it sent out a wave of energy, and then these two robots came up uh, from the there's like a pool of energon that's around them. Um, energon, yes. So that's that's, that's going to be my new gamer tag. Energon. <laughs> J A W N. Energon. So, and the the only thing I aside from the animation thing, the only thing I'm not really liking, it, like I love Alan Tunic, I'm just not liking his version of Optimus Prime because he's trying to be serious and also a little funny at times. Like he's trying to do the we need to go stop all Decepticons, and then it'd be like, you know, rubbing his elbow and then Bumblebee going, "Did you see that joke I just did?" Ha ha ha! Like. It's not. He's it, not the stoic leader that you want. Correct. I mean, pick one. They're trying to do both. To be fair, I'm not used to like a comedic Optimus Prime either. So that does seem kind of weird and off-putting. Right. I mean, but, but, if I, you're gonna, but I if haven't you're watched gonna, it. So if you're gonna go with it for the show, fine. Go with that direction. Don't try and do both. That's my only, my real takeaway from it. All right. Well, let's um, let's jump into Black Panther. And um, leap. Other than Baby Huey, who hasn't seen it yeah. but yet, not worried about having it spoiled. So here is the spoiler <laughs> alert for Baby Huey and the rest of you who have not seen Wakanda Forever. Um, we'll try and stay somewhat spoiler free, but I have a feeling that's going to go out the window real quick. Spoil it uh, all, yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. there's just no way in the world. So I think what we do is let's do three round robins. We're going to go right. one round robin <laughs> to just do a spoiler refer- spoiler free one sentence letter review. Like, what did you think of it? What would you give it? That's it. So we'll do that first, and then we'll get into spoiler territory. So let's let's start with uh, Mashka. What do you give it? What do I give it? I would say, you know, I've thought long and hard about this because it's. I feel like I liked it better than the first one. Believe that. Uh, I mean, it's middle of the road for me. It 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 doesn't. It hasn't. It didn't wow me. Uh, too much. Uh, I think that's that's, those, that's caffeine critters on his brain. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't spit out what I'm trying to 
I'm trying to uh, say No, you said here, enough, but... and that's what was... <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it was okay. Like, it wasn't... It was okay. Uh, I, okay. I, I like Black Widow better. <gasps> if that tells you where it's at Bless on the Bless me. What? Wow, we'll have to get into that. I can't wait to dive into more <laughs> of this opinion. God, it's like Bauer's back. Uh, all right, Features, what did you think? Uh, I'm giving it a solid A. Um, <laughs> it's... I mean, I'm partially biased... For reasons. <laughs> I thought you were going to tear it apart. <laughs> um, but for reasons. I gee, wonder I w- what. I wonder what we thought about Namor. <laughs> hey, listen. Okay. All right. We'll get, we'll we'll get, get to that. Namor. We'll get, we'll get, get to Um, But no, I think it's, it's, I think the pacing was great. There was a part where I kind of thought it was like, eh. Spoiler free. We're going to get into that. Spoiler free. Yep. Great movie. Great pacing. Uh, Love the visuals. Action was flames, for the most part. Um, yeah, solid A. I give it an A too. I do. I give it an A. It's. I mean, it, where I, it falls, if it's in the upper half of Marvel MCU movies, and it's by it's the second best movie of Phase Four. Second and, best, and yes, yeah, second best. And it, yeah, I would Black argue Widow it was first. Black Widow is <laughs> Phase. Is Black Widow's Phase Four? I, I don't know. Because if it is, it's the At last point, one. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> it's the very bottom of that Phase Four list. It's pretty. Black Widow's pretty low on my overall MCU list. My so, my problem right now is like everything that comes out. I'm I'm just not. Well, you might number just one. Be I'm not. Ex- I'm I'm burnt. I'm burned out on them, and I need something to to rekindle that fire. Which is a shame because you're not, you're not going to get that. So if you can't find it, they're not going to find it for you because they're making b- Googles of money. Right. Like, they're not going to change the formula for, for jadedness. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I'm kind of looking forward John to Quantumania. Like, I, 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 want to see well, oh, I wanted to see this too, but it's... It's a know. new phase too. Well, we, we don't really yeah. know what to expect from that. We also know that Kevin Feige has been... T- apparently, we don't know this, but the rumor is, is that he's been taking a lot of the criticisms to heart recently. Uh, the mm-hmm. phase four criticism. So phase five and six could be shaped a little bit in by the criticisms that phase four got. But I do think this was the second best movie. If not the first best, it, it might it might be number one. I, you know what? It's a better movie than No Way Home, but No Way Home has the nostalgia drug that I just can't let go of. Like yeah, as the, I think it was as better a than that. big Spider Man fan, yeah. But again, you're not as big of a Spider Man <laughs> fan. Like to <laughs> right. me, that was watching my childhood, my uh, my college year. It was like everything just all coming together and hugging me for for you know an hour. <laughs> For two hours, two hours, forty-five minutes. How long was that damn movie? Long. Yeah, it was, it was roughly. The, I think they were about the same length. Stuff. Weren't they about the same? I think they were about the same length. So I, roughly- I could, I would, I concede that it's a better movie than No Way Home, but it didn't have the 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 sting that No Way Home did. Like, like mm. I get that Infinity War is a better movie than Endgame, but it's hard to top the last forty-five minutes of Endgame. You know yeah. what I mean? Like overall, Infinity War is a better movie, but it doesn't have that scene that Endgame does, and that's how No Way Home is. No Way Home is two hours All and right. twenty-eight minutes. Two hours twenty-eight minutes. Gotcha. All right. Well, now we're into spoiler territory, and what I want to do now is do a, a, two more round robins. But I want to do one as what we thought of the movie first. No, not don't think of the MCU. Don't think of how it pushes forward. Don't, let's not even get into the Thunderbolts thing yet. Just as a movie. How did this go for you? Like, Winter Soldier, we would all agree, is a great movie regardless on what it does for the MCU, right? Yes. 
but a movie like Age of Ultron or a movie like Iron Man 2 is more about expanding the MCU than it is about being a good movie. Yeah. Right? Would we agree? Yeah. Yeah. Where does this fall when thinking of it as a standalone film or a sequel to Black Panther versus an MCU ensemble kind of leading us down the road of the bigger picture? We'll start Moshko. with Moshko. He okay. seems like he had something. Okay. Bree right. went right into the mic. I'm over here on my <laughs> features. I was about um, to. It's like I he mean, took a drag I... of the microphone. <laughs> that's, that's... Special effects over here. Um, as its own, so as its sequel, as a sequel, it's it's fine. It's good. It moves the story. There were, um, you know, brought in new characters that we're going to see more and more of. We're not going to get into that just yet. Uh, closed out what we saw um or what we all knew happened off screen they closed that out pretty quickly i thought that was a little you're talking quick. about chadwick boseman yeah yeah like that was really quick in the beginning it was like maybe seven minutes or so and that was like over and done with and then towards the end you get a little bit more um so i actually what i'm gonna what's gonna end up happening is i'm gonna talk myself into actually liking this movie more <laughs> talk, than keep, I, keep going I did. keep going because now walk as i in, think walk about the plank, uh-huh. bro, walk the plank wait, wait, what's, 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 what's the mermaid the rest of us yeah. what's the mermaid song we gotta sing that for him we're gonna we're gonna make, you're gonna jump the jaded out of you <laughs> uh speaking of mermaids i enjoyed namor as no. as the the name is uh, yes as his enemies call him yes and you've been saying no more for years right like it's always been no more and everybody no. just kept saying namor no yeah i okay. would say it anymore but no um, it's fine no, that's thought, Sha- it's shang chi versus shang chi yeah, I, mean, I thought his his introduction was was great i thought uh the introduction of riri i thought she uh was her name dominique uh thorn i think that's yes. her name I thought she was fantastic. Like she jumped off the screen more than anybody else in this film. I thought, mm. um, so I'm excited to see her solo show, um, which I imagine will take kind of the same route as, uh, Ms. Marvel. So we'll see Probably. if I actually do enjoy it. Um, I mean, there are, there are a lot of different parts in this movie that are very, uh, enjoyable, um, are very, uh, I'm, now I'm at a loss for words. Now I'm just making shit up. So. Uh, <laughs> <it was laughs> I appreciate that honesty. Uh, you know, there were, there were some battles that seemed a little like they should have been a little bit more, uh, heavier on one side. Um, you know, some like, the, well, I guess you, the well, first... you know where we've said oh, spoiler you... alert, bro. You can say it. You can, you can go, <laughs> go fire off. I'm not sure exactly what I was going to say there. I was well, what just was the com- battle? Uh, the one on the the I guess the first uh, where the whales fly up. <laughs> oh, the, uh, on the bridge. On the, the bridge. Man. Yeah. Okay. You know, then they started throwing all the water balloons, and then <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like wow, water balloons. All right, that's powerful. Uh, <laughs> let me go jump on my whale and go back home. Um, <laughs> I just I thought they would have just you know destroyed the uh, what the Duro Milage or whatever the well, heck they're the Duro the you're uh, you're right I, they should but it's the same as Superman Batman the Duro Milage are well much better trained than the the Atlantean soldiers were especially outside of the water gotcha so they're not going to be as much of a they they are a threat because they're much stronger. But they're not. They're they don't have the agility or the training that the Dormelage do. That's why the Dormelage, you you don't mess with them. Especially later on when they became when they get the um with the, the midnight suits? angel suits. Man, that was Woo. cool, buddy. 
Buddy, buddy. All right. So, but you, so you say it's a better, you say it's a better moving the story, the moving the MCU forward. It's better that than it is. It I, think it's better movie? You think I think it's, it's better, better solo. You think it's better solo movie? I think it's a better solo movie project uh, sequel kind of thing. Uh, time will tell where it kind of plays in the pantheon of Marvel movies. Uh, you know, I, I want to see where Ironheart goes. To be mm. honest with you, interesting. Yeah, I'm really okay. interested. Well, because those were the big two: Thunderbolts and Ironheart. Those are the big. Those are the big connection points. Yeah, by, uh, by far, those I mean, are the big. Unless Tessa, Namor gets his own movie, which might be he probably will. Yeah. He's got a mural after now. the reception. <laughs> one of those slots that we didn't see for Phase Six, probably a Namor movie. And I think a lot of the criticisms that people have about Namor get solved in that movie. Um, but uh, features. Yes, sir. Features. Yeah. This, this was this was a big this was a big day for you. This it is. Big this is bars on this one. This is when uh, this is Moon Knight Mauer. This is this is you know Ryan Reynolds leaking the Deadpool footage for me. Like this is yeah. this is a moment we used to joke about on the show that would never happen. And my favorite is that it <laughs> happened with a series of orcas dropping all <laughs> over the place. That if Aquaman was there, would have crushed Namor immediately. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of orcas they showed in this movie, I'm sitting there going, wow, they just knew. They knew this is how you take out Namor. <laughs> like they're setting us up to bat- to uh, to Marvel vs. DC us. I'm kidding. I'm joking. All right, go no, ahead, But that, that's the funny thing. When you seen how many how many whales and things they had, and at, that's the first thing I thought immediately. I was like, they're not going to let me live this one down. No. <laughs> but no. uh, I'll say to to start off, uh, as far as the movie itself goes, I think it does a very wonderful job at being at playing two two sides of the fence. One as being a movie that does further the MCU, but also if you're somebody that's not a fan but you've seen the first Black Panther film, it it does great as as a standalone sequel. If you don't know what's going on. Like as far as like the other things, because there's a there's a lot of moving parts inside of inside of this film and the story that. Man, it's again, if if you if you're not paying attention, it's hard to keep track of it all. But they Ryan Coogler or whoever the writer was for the film did such a great job at uh, piecing this. Yeah, juggling and piecing the story together. So you, you don't. You don't feel for a moment that anything is just out of place or that you missed a part that was like really, really important because it, it, it all fits so very wonderfully. Um, now, getting into getting into the characters, I think. Um, the, well, first, we'll start off with the, the tribute to Chadwick Boseman, I think, was perfect. Uh, not too long, not too short. It was perfect. If I was super soft, tearjerker, for sure. They did exactly what, I don't know if we said, but I know you and I were talking about this. And this was after Chadwick's unfortunate passing. We both said that my hope is, is that he dies off screen. Yeah. And uh, of just an illness, like he he got to live a life, you know, he got to he got to have some semblance of a life as a king and then just succumb to to a different kind of illness. And the fact that that was the road that they went down um, led for, I believe, a more powerful movie than what was originally planned, because apparently Ryan Coogler's original plan was him mourning the fact that he lost five years of Wakanda. So Wakanda hurting because he wasn't around for five years. Mm. That was the original catalyst. This 
and sh- being Shuri's story is it's it's the the power behind it and the way that they utilized that opening scene is was incredible. Yeah, and and they they not only did they pay tribute to to the amazing actor that Chadwick is, uh, his presence in the film can be felt throughout because it it they use they used his passing as a as a kind of a uh, stepping stone for the rest of the characters to develop even further, and we got to see that and it, you could have you could have easily walked away from this film liking a various number of people it could have been namor you could i mean obviously shuri uh queen mother herself okoye who i mean and and these characters already have fans but seeing so much more happen to them and and being flushed out i think was just amazing and it didn't it didn't take you out of the the overarching storyline at all i agree I, I think I actually think they shouldn't have called it Black Panther's Wakanda Forever. It should have just been Wakanda Forever. Yeah, like I, I know Black Panthers. The name is very valuable, so it'd be like not calling the next iPhone the iPhone. You know what I mean? Like you, <laughs> yeah. kind of need it for for brand recognition. But it would it was it was um well this is a really bad example, but it's all I got. Um, <laughs> Book of Boba Fett shouldn't have been called Book of Boba Fett. It should have been the War of Tatooine. Because that's yeah. more what the story was. This is not very. This is it is a Black Panther story, but it's much more a Wakanda story than anything. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and I I don't know if you want me to talk about Namor now, or we're going to get into that on the um, next round, Robin. No, let's 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 hold on on, on Namor. Okay, um, all right. Hold, hold on on Namor because the <laughs> the the other big part of this movie was how powerful it used symbolism like mcu is very surface level for the most part the the way that they use just even the 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 color white throughout the movie anytime morning was was taking place was incredible Mm -hmm. to then ending with the burning of the the um the ceremonial garb like it felt like the perfect and yet at the same time small kind of personal ending like you're you're so used to these grandiose endings and it had one like it had it it didn't have like an end game level or a a no way home level ending but it had a big end but the the fact that they hung on for the scene of her burning the garbs is such a good metaphor from the opening of the movie and her not willing to to let it accept. go right and that because mm-hmm. that's the whole movie the whole movie is grief i mean think about what ryan coogler had to accomplish yeah black panther was called the crown jewel of the mcu it caused a a, a cultural uproar that no other film has done at, that i can think of in my lifetime that has that that had people I mean, we we commented on going to the movies like we're, we're we were waiting to see people in garbs. We were like, <laughs> we it was such a, a unique experience of going to the movies that didn't ever happen before. So it had to match that same energy, and then lost its main lead, coming off of uh, Endgame, trying to introduce two new characters, broaden the world, and not make that feel like it was sh- shallow. No pun intended. Um, <laughs> when when trying to. Uh, juggle those two worlds namor's world as well as wakanda Mm -hmm. this movie had every chance to fail and for it to be as powerful as it was is such an accomplishment for the mcu like this to me the what it's like you know i always say days of future past is something special because of what it had to overcome to be good 
because it's not yeah. even the greatest X-Men movie, but it, they, what it had to do to be good is incredible. This is that same concept, but to the 10th degree, like dialed up to 11. Like it all, putting that all that weight on one person on Ryan Coogler's shoulders, and for him to be able to nail this, hearing everyone talk about him helm, uh, helming Avengers movies and stuff moving forward is not shocking. Because he can handle a lot of stress and pressure. Yeah. Just imagine having to rewrite your entire script like that. Like, they had a whole movie ready to go yeah. for, with came, with uh, Namor and, and T'Challa. Just And I can't even fathom what this movie would have been like with T'Challa. And it could have been great, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like I'm hearing Ryan Coogler talking about what he originally wanted, I would have taken that to Hat Chadwick, though. I mean, <laughs> to I mean, be fair, and I on top of that, that movie, but Ryan Coogler and and the, rest, and the rest of the cast, like these these people, like were they were really good friends since the yeah. first movie. So like yeah, they all powerful. had to deal with a lot. It was a was lot powerful. to do that. You could yeah, feel it. He did an excellent job. When I think of this movie, I'm like, who's the star? That's a great question. Like, not one person really stands out. If anybody, it's uh, Huerta. I forget what his well, name is. He's, <laughs> he's the guy that stands out most in the movie. But when you think about star, like, there's a lot of different stars in the movie, but no one is greater than the sum, I guess you could no, say. No, I, I completely agree. And that's where that if the, it were chadwick or if someone was t'challa if they did switch out you know actors which who i mean who knows it may have worked it may not have worked uh, we'll never find out but i'm happy with what that's you know that's the thing like the, as i'm sitting here listening and, and thinking i'm like there was no one that was the star of this movie and that's, you could say coogler is the star of this movie because <laughs> it he did pull it off and I, and I think a lot of that also is because of the growth of the characters. Like the, and this is such a character-driven piece mm -hmm. because each character grows in a way that allows all of them to remain the star. Like Letitia Wright's character goes from a goofy sidekick to a not only a, a, a battle-burdened warrior, but someone who not only loses their brother but then their mother. Oh man! Like she goes from like wanting to burn the world down to accepting grief throughout this movie in a very, in a, in an uphill battle. Like yeah. her character goes through so much to a point where you would never get the Shuri you got from the first Black Panther. It's just, that was impossible to get that same kind of um, lightheartedness about her. The one who scoffed at tradition. Like you wouldn't. <laughs> this one wanted to watch the world burn, which I thought was such a great way of bringing back um, Killmonger. Killmonger. Yeah. Killmonger's yeah. scene was, was so good, and the <sighs> fact that she called him because again, that's what she wanted. Because yeah. she couldn't let it go. I mean, the way they tied it back into the themes of the first movie is incredible. These, these yes. both, man, was I it can't said say that he things. was going to be in this? It was rumor, it was yeah. a rumor. We talk, yeah, we yeah, it. Could, yeah. It completely like I was completely out of my mind that uh, Michael B. Jordan, Michael B. Jordan. Right? Yeah, All right, I'm mm -hmm. not losing my mind here, <laughs> um, that he was going to be in it. I was like, oh my gosh, and then. You know who's who's the other person that showed up that I had no idea was going to be in it. That was a big one. That you know what? Even even though I, you know, we kind of expected him to show up at some point. Even in that scene before he act, they actually show his face. I kind of thought it was 
I thought it was Angela Bassett's character because they had his hair all done up and they, oh, they, wow. they, angled, they had an angle root just right. She was she was great in this movie. Oh, my she goodness. Was, like, she man. stood out. She, she was, was never a Panther, so that would have been really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been really interesting. Um, uh, I love Angela Bassett in this film, man. We've, this is- um, we've danced around it for a little bit. Let's let's get into the Thunderbolts connection. Because you mean, you mean Valentina Allegra de Fontaine? Oh my God! What a great way to bring her back in. Mm. It it gave uh, it gave Tolkien a reason to be there. What was his name? What's his name? Who, uh, uh, from the Hobbit. Uh, I was gonna oh, say oh, you uh, did say Tolkien, Tolkin, right? Yeah, yeah. You don't remember from the first movie they were no, they were, I, they were the Tolkien I, white guys. I did. But I, <laughs> they, were, they, were, they were both in Hobbit movies. They were both in Lord of the Rings right. and Hobbit movies. You didn't remember that? <laughs> Yeah. That's fantastic. No. <laughs> they were the Tolkien white guys. I don't know if I should laugh or not do anything. It's perfect. It was such a good. That's a good joke. Um. Anyway, it gave his character a reason to be there, and I hear people complaining about his character even being in the movie. Why? Um, because he doesn't really serve a purpose to the actual narrative of the movie. You could cut him out, and it doesn't really mean much. Like they they just kind of shoehorned a story in for him to make sure that Val's character was in it. But again. As MCU movies are known to do, they mm-hmm. have they want to be a good movie, but they need to expand the universe and kind of push the story, the, the larger narrative forward. And I believe this is that her being in there and her saying, "I dream about a war of with, with Wakanda, with Wakanda losing all of their vibranium and being the U.S. gaining all of Wakanda's vibranium." That right there is Thunderbolts. That's the Thunderbolts movie, which is at the same time Doom War. Yes, that's what what is Doom War, but him trying to get the vibranium to make the vibranium Doom bots and the new armor. And yep. what if Do- this is how you introduce Dr. Doom? And maybe that was what David Arbor was talking about as the big introduction. There was also rumor a while back that the big introduction was um, uh, uh, Norman, Re- uh, Norman Reedus, Norman Osborn. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost Rider. No, Norman Osborn was rumored to make an appearance in something in the vein of uh, Dark Rain. Remember we talked about Dark Rain a while back? Dark Rain, for anybody who doesn't know, is a period of time after Secret Invasion, which, you know, that's right around the corner, where Norman Osborn (laughs) intercepts the information to uh, with what the scrolls were up to and then was the person who takes out the scrolls. And then because... Uh, Tony Stark didn't realize this was happening. They kick him out of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Norman Osborn becomes the new uh, head of S.H.I.E.L.D. and renames it Hammer and creates the Dark Avengers. And that's the Dark Reign era. And there was a book called Siege, which was uh, it wasn't them going against Wakanda. It was them going against Asgard. Hmm. Um, but what if instead of Asgard, they're going to war with Wakanda, merging Siege and Doom War together? It's OK, I can I can see that you know happening. It, so it you can have sense. the Thunderbolts going in through the back, trying to steal the get to the base of Wakanda. Maybe they have to talk to Bast, like the Doctor Doom scene, mm-hmm. which is what, by the way, one of the best scenes of Doctor Doom. Like Bast lets Doctor Doom take all the vibranium. Like, oh, you're good. <laughs> right. Um, further proving that Stan was right. He's not a villain. He's just misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that with a straight face. I don't know what Stan was talking about. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a that's a bit. I am super stoked for uh, Thunderbolts now because of this movie. Those those scenes are so important because that's where this is all going. It's going to be Namor um, and the, the what were they called? The Telekinese? What were they? Telekinese. Um, what were they called? Telekinese. The, the, the Namor the Namorians. 
<laughs> tell him, tell him. We're just gonna call them Atlanteans. The Atlanteans, the non-Atlantean Atlanteans, and the Wakandans versus the U.S. government, the Thunderbolts, and a and sword is probably sword. They probably won't use hammer, but mm. we'll probably see in a Secret Invasion the new Shield, which will be whoever, which will how we connect this to Thunderbolts. I think that's outstanding, but. I'm going to stop gushing about what I think this is going to be and let features just get this this time to shine uh, as f- to get a, a character that none of us thought was possible. Features, Namor on the big screen. What was it? Well, hold on. Mashko doesn't want you to talk. I, I just want to bring this up. You, Mas- you said- Mashko just said no. <laughs> <laughs> well, before, no, because I know it's going to be great. So I, I want us to pause for a second here while this is fresh. Um, New Asgard, there was a treaty or something. They talked about this milliseconds in this movie and apparently it's like a big thing i keep seeing everybody posted an easter egg about it uh, um in, in new in what in, in black panther uh, or in Thor yes. 4? no i didn't see it what was that they mentioned the treaty uh we learn from the shiron that a new treaty is taking place in new asgard with the treaty from who the treaty who's there's talk- a new treaty in new asgard that's that's with all who? i'm seeing in anywhere usually I a treaty know. is there's two parties asgard sh- and who Wakanda? Because that would be cool if it was Wakanda, the name, the the Namornians, <laughs> the uh, the Asgardians. Um, the I don't the the I don't it know, was the, it was Atlanteans it was on the, the like, commercial. I guess they were talking about um because uh, wow, Scott they, Lang put out a new book too. Like so, there's that book that he published, and then they, the next part was talked about was this treaty. I think they understand that Thunderbolts has a weak team. I think they're. I think this movie is going to be a sleeper. I think they realize they have a weak team, so they have to put some kind of huge, crazy set piece that's going on to mm-hmm. keep people interested. Kind of like civil. Uh, as much as I love Civil War, most people went for the the airport, airport scene. scene. Yeah. You know what I mean? I have a feeling this is going to be very, very similar. But I'm thinking Norman Osborn or, or Doctor Doom. Those are your two characters you're getting in this. All right, I need I need Doctor Doom. We gotta go you, back to we gotta Feech, go back to Feech, Do your thing. I'm gonna look Namor. this up a little bit more. All right, Namor. Namor All my right. So, Namor, Submariner, Namor. first mutant recorded. The man, live, direct, in your face, Wakanda forever. That's first it, off, that's all he has to say. It's <laughs> <laughs> not all I have to say. But <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm super excited. Um, I was very happy to see him in action. Uh, Tenak Huerta, Huerta, I think it is. He did a phenomenal job. Um, he played Namor the very same way you would get Namor in the comics. Uh, except for... Mm. Except for where mm. there's a slight redeeming quality to his Namor, mm-hmm. <laughs> whereas Namor in the comics is in a the dick. comics is straight dick. He's, he's, he's like a dick. This guy, this he's a dick too, but nowhere <laughs> near the comic. <laughs> like it's not he's... a crooked one. He's straight. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you said it. Big I, Vinny, I did. son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> Anyway, Namor. <laughs> but, <laughs> no but, more. No more of this. <laughs> <laughs> but um uh I, I wanna say I think aside from the actual portrayal of the character, origin wise, definitely changed a little bit. It makes you sense. Are, 
you, my, I, I get it. You, the the Namor, the Namor sparkle in your eye is just is just amazing. They changed his origin a little bit, a lot of bit, a lot of bit, <laughs> a lot of bit. But it made sense towards the movie, and I, and, and I, I get it. I, I think when they do these things, I feel like they're trying to keep it grounded in a certain way. To, it it makes sense going for live action film, but um. Having him there, the the ankle wings, which most of you guys think are ridiculous, they are. ended up being pretty cool in the movie. They were. They were. <laughs> I, I listen. Him him flying around like that, I thought was super dope. It, even mm-hmm. like to the him look like running on air, it was amazing. They uh, uh, they gave him the Aquaman riding the <laughs> seahorse moment. Like we all mock that, and then in the movie, it's like this crazy heavy metal scene. Yeah, that's what they did with Namor's. Footy wings. <laughs> footy wings. Footy wings. But um, even even down to displaying how strong that Namor can actually be, and I don't even think we saw on peak strength Namor. But like, uh, what was the scene when he we punched he punched him Baku in the chest? Oh, I thought he killed him Baku. Oh, yeah. I thought that was I thought that was the death of a Baku. I thought, was, oh damn. Here's the here's the thing. He's like <gasps> breathing extra hard. It's it's hilarious. I I just I don't think that out of all the the MCU the MCU films that we've had right now, Black Panther has given us some of the the best villains to to oh agreed to just be in awe. And and the funny thing is the villains aren't. They're villains, but they're not total villains. They're Doctor Doom. Yes, they don't see themselves as the villain. Yeah, and 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 to a certain degree, if you're looking at things from the Atlanteans and Namor's perspective, you get it. I mean, well, their their culture was not too different from Wakanda's. So if if you are of of Latin or Mexican descent, you can see that and you can probably grasp onto it and relate the same way that a lot of people in the black community felt about the first Black Panther film. So will there be another Namor film? Probably. More than likely. The, the murals and stuff the that are happening mural was in so, Mexico? I, so dope. Mm-hmm. Which part like, of me wants to always, I mean, that's the cynic in me is like, oh, did Marvel pay for that? But somebody put a lot of work <laughs> yeah. into that one mural that I saw. That wasn't the only one. No, it was more than one? I only saw yeah. one. I, I, I'll tell you, though, I will say Namor's origin, to me, was the laziest part of the movie. Oh, I, I think it was the... by far the laziest part of the movie. They made, they turned, you know what it was? was that? They did to Namor what they did to Monica Rambeau where her story became uh, a secondary part of somebody else's story. Where okay. She went from the second Captain Marvel to all of a sudden looking up to Captain Marvel, playing third fiddle, like starry-eyed. You know what I mean? Where yeah. Namor, who has this, who has arguably the longest lore of all of Marvel comics, they made him a side character in a, in a Black Panther story. Like they, his origin literally was shoehorned into into vibranium to make it make sense for the MCU. Yeah, throwing away all of the actual Atlantean stuff, and I get it. The cultural aspect obviously is working. I mean, the thing that they wanted to do is mm-hmm. doing it's 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 happening. We've talked about multiple times. We've talked about the 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 cultural significance and how you know the the Hadouken the Hadouken <laughs> didn't do it for me. The, the, the Wakanda forever the, the the Wakanda forever X is yeah. great. 
That's great. The 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 I can't telecone. Where is he from? Atlantis. We're just gonna call it Atlantis. Is he Atlantis? Is not. It's. I'm not having it. I don't know. That one didn't catch on with me. And it'll be interesting to see if we see people doing the clamshell. You will not have it though. In the real world, I don't know about that one. Everybody wanted to do Wakanda forever after the first Wakanda, uh, first Black Panther. I don't yeah. know if anyone's doing the the you know, sea bearing Hadouken. <laughs> sea bearing Hadouken. I don't think that's happening. <laughs> I that, but again, that is my own. Namor is awesome. He is yeah. he's awesome, and he is he is the MCU did to Namor what they did with Thor and made him interesting. They did make him a lot more likable because in the comics he is not nearly as interesting in, as I th- as that I think this character could be. And I do think you're right. We're getting another movie. Yeah. Like there's a Namor movie coming. All right. So, let's, um, I mean, in, in general, do we all say we like it, except for Moshko, who's a meh? It was, it was okay. <laughs> it was okay. It wasn't, I'm not going to say it's. What's your top three MCU movies? Uh, Winter Soldier. Okay. Um, that's straight up number one all yep. the time. No debate. Um, hmm. Think I mean, about Infinity it. Infinity War. Okay. And... So you do Basically. like ensemble movies? I mean, that like kind of set up everything. Sure. Um, Just make you know sure. what? I have a list on. If you go to Solitary Excitement on IMDb, <laughs> you will see my ranking of all the movies. I can't think of what it is. We'll exactly. have to do that. We'll have to we'll have to do a a, a, a fireside ranking. But um, all right, let's we got, we got to talk about um, a, a a sad story, but. No, it's just sad. It really is. It's it's sad, but I I want to I want to spend some time to just and just talk about the awesomeness that was Kevin Conroy because Kevin Conroy is is such a staple in all of our childhoods and our adulthoods. Hell, he's just a staple in our lives. Yeah. I mean, he to this day he's Batman. Like we've how many times have we talked about like the Batman hierarchy on this show, and all of us have corrected somebody at some point saying no, Kevin Conroy is the number one. Yeah. Because yeah. that's to this day, that's what you hear. And I know, like, and Baby Huey has said many, many times about his, his love for voice actors. So I have a feeling that I, I, he may have tuned out for, for Black Panther since he didn't see the movie. <laughs> but I know this is a, 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 it's a big deal to all of us, but it's also a very big deal to it's just the people who were in the animated community. Like, we're in the comic community, but to cross over with the animated community, this is a, a much larger hit. I mean, there were within an hour of his passing there were almost 500,000 tweets that went out as well batman was was um trending almost immediately they they put up the batman spotlight up on on um the empire, empire state building mm-hmm. i mean That's people a- in burbank were putting were putting batman sculptures and flowers and stuff on that batman statue that's in burbank california yeah. like within an hour of it of the passing like it's yeah. It was surprising to see how many people it affected, but at the same time, not surprising at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Maurer was scrambling for a few hours trying to get confirmation uh, just because of all the um, non-deaths uh, that happened recently with people saying people have passed away and have not. Um, so there was definitely some time in there where we thought maybe it's just a hoax, um, but unfortunately it wasn't. I was hoping it was a hoax. No. Yeah, man. Well, I think we a all lot were, of none of us wanted to take when really? Mauer sent that message. None of us took it seriously. Yeah, we were all like, "Nah, <laughs> no, not not mm-hmm. one of us 
accepted that as as truth. And for I mean, I guess in, you may have been living under a rock and don't know this, but Kevin Conroy was the voice of uh, Batman for the for most of DC Entertainment's animated series. Yeah. I mean, he did he did Batman the Animated Series. He did Justice League. He did Justice League Unlimited. He was in a bunch of the animated movies. I know he was in Doom War. He did the, um, not Doom War, just Doom. Doom. He did um, uh, the Arkham games. Yeah. Um, but he was also known for, he's known for theater when he was younger, but he did a couple, he, he's been in other shows like Murphy Brown and stuff, for his night, like cameos and things. But he was mostly known for Batman. And he got that not being a voice actor. What? How so? So he basically went into the audition having never done voice acting before. Which parallel when they did Batman Beyond, uh when uh Will Friedle became oh, that's right. yeah, became was, uh Terry McGinnis, he had never done voice mm-hmm. acting before. So he took him under his wing and tutored him on how to become a voice actor for the same type thing had happened to him. And everybody that's ever worked with him has said like how great of a guy he is, uh, how much he puts into his work. Uh, it's just um, like like Menti said, yeah. For all of us, he is Batman. Um, well, Nick, the, the thing he was able to do that so many people can't do right with Batman is the nuances of the of the the flares of joy like the flare of fun like there's not a lot of that in batman but when it comes out in such subtle small ways that he always brought light to with his with the inflection of his voice that actors can't do on screen yeah you know what i mean and he was the first one to do the different voices for both batman and bruce wayne and, yep like if you, if you look back you know adam west was basically the same um <laughs> Even um, Michael Keaton, pretty much the same with Batman and Bruce Wayne. He was the first one to actually change to a deeper voice for Batman and bring it up a few notches for uh, for uh, for Bruce Wayne for the Batman. He was also one of those guys who just loved that he made an impact. Like I, I remember when Tom Holland said he wanted to play Spider Man forever. Yeah, and then all of a sudden after. Right, right after No Way Home, he's like, I don't know if I still want to be playing Spider Man. You know what I mean? Like, it, it the the love kind of dies off, but then you get you get like the um, the Jason David Franks of the world who just own <laughs> their character and the joy that it brings to people, and that's the thing that motivates them and keeps them going. It's the reason why he said yes to so many Batman projects, and it's the reason why so many other voice actors came back. Like I love Mark Hamill when he was saying. Uh, if Kevin Conroy will do it, I don't even need to read the script. <laughs> like when people say, "Do you want to play the Joker?" He'll say, "Is Kevin doing it?" And they'll say, "Yes," and he goes, "All right, I'm in." Yeah, no, <laughs> and that was after he had retired <laughs> from yeah. doing Joker. Um, he just he he it's a it's a it's a bigger blow that I think any of us expected. You know what I mean? Like I, I yeah. you knew it was coming one day. You like every every idol that we love is going to die one day and it's a shame and it's it's very sad, but Kevin Conroy was never one that popped into my head and when it happened it hit harder than I expected it would. It it definitely hit me hard. Just for as well, as yeah. much as I love Batman the anime series. Um it's that's one of my all-time favorite Spider-Man anime series, Batman anime series are like one and two. And they're inter- interchangeable. 
Did you know after 9-11, he went to soup kitchens because he felt, or not soup kitchens, he went to where the first responders were being helped? Really? Uh, and he went to, to deliver food to them, and he did. He would do Batman quotes for everybody while he was there. Like, he'd go. Nice. They, like, they asked him if he would. So he started, he was essentially doing the voice of Batman while helping the first responders during 9-11. That's awesome. <laughs> like, that, that's the kind of guy this is. That's, you know, like, that's what's so incredible about him. Uh, and if anybody's interested, he does actually have a, he has a comic that he wrote um, that they're giving away for free right now, right? Find, it's called Finding Batman. Uh, yes, he was one of the writers on that. Yeah, it's, I mean, I know it's it, he came out of the closet in, in like uh, the late the what? How many years ago at this point? Like five five years ago? Oh, no, was more than that. Than that. Oh, it was in the, the twenty twenty fifteen ish, maybe. I don't know. He came out of the closet, was talking about how hard it was and why he he made sure to you know he he couldn't feel the need to tell people or he didn't not feel the need he felt like he couldn't tell people because of being scared to lose gigs. It wasn't until the Killing Joke in an interview that he he talked about you know we talked about coming out of the closet and part of that story is uh, for um, one of the Pride books that came out. Mm-hmm. Um, so is, I think it's on their website, right? I, I think it's on their yes, website. Yes, DC was uh, had it up on their website, yes. Yeah. Um, um, he actually, uh, not to plug another, another podcast, but Will Friedell and Christy, Carlo, uh, Christy Carlson Romano uh, do their own podcast. Uh, it's called I Hear Voices, and they interview voice actors. Uh, Kevin Conroy was on it last year, and he actually talks about that whole coming out you know coming out and why it took him so long to do it with what you just mentioned like it was he felt he wanted work again right 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 the fear that was there yeah it's a, it's a good issue if you go listen to it uh go to his website too if you've never been to kevin conroy's website <laughs> check that out today it's yeah. phenomenal he opens with lounge singing um <laughs> he had it's, an amazing it's right off the bat is lounge singing he, and he can sing yes. Is he is he lounge singing as Batman? The the cover art is Batman as a lounge oh, singer. I can't remember. It's nice. So, it's, I'll it's take so it. good. There's a I'll couple there's a couple episodes in Batman anime series and like one or two in Justice League where Batman sings. It's him singing. Oh yeah? Oh good. That's cool. Well, now I have to find those now. <laughs> that that's cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um and, and Moshko, I mean you didn't you never watched the mm-hmm. Batman the animated series? I I mean I don't really that that was a weird time when that came 94, out. Ninety four, me I think. Ma- maturing as a young adult. <laughs> sure, <laughs> really, really wasn't uh, something that I checked it, out. And I he was driving. You know. you know me in cartoons at at that point or at this point really. Um, <laughs> what I do notice though, and what I can understand is the what he meant uh, to you know the comic, the really the the I guess the geek culture, whatever you want to call it. Like I I can recognize that impact um that he had on everybody and you know you you always hate to see anybody that um has been uh you know idolized or you know you really enjoy their work whatever it may be you know you hate to see somebody go and and that I can understand and that's that for me is you know how I see it as being um you know it's it's it stinks but you know it it's one of those things where you you don't want to dwell in the sorrow of it you know you want to celebrate what this person did and you know the great thing about him and his work is it will live on forever that's you true know, unless there's some giant apocalyptic issue jeez <laughs> but, you know yeah, what i'm saying those caffeine critters still gnawing you know, on that spinal cord 
you know, I'm watching this documentary on Netflix that like lays out all this crazy <laughs> got stuff. On the mind. Stop watching um, it right now. <laughs> it, it, it's it's interesting. We won't get into it. Uh, maybe Let's I'll do it on another show, but. <laughs> Um, really I, interesting. No, I, I'm into apocalypse science stuff. I'm, is, I'm, I'm, science is out it. there, man. I want to watch it, but we're going to reel this back in from <laughs> yes. our Netflix apocalypse talk. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, I know, Moscow, you can't really be a part of this part, but because most of his stuff is animated, and unless you liked the um, Crisis Don't on get me wrong. Universe. Killing Joke was cool. I enjoyed that. Like, I, Did you I really? understand the work that he has done and how good it is. Um, it's just tough for me to, to get into the, that type of, uh, content medium. Yeah. Medium. Um, well, for the rest of us, I figure we could, let's, let's just talk about favorite Kevin Conroy performances. Like, I, I think doom is phenomenal. Yeah. I think, I think justice or justice league doom is based on the tower of Babel is, is outstanding, but I mean, obviously he's known for the Batman, the animated series. So, mm-hmm. and I know this is a question that if Maurer was here, this is what he'd want to talk about Maurer. Cause Maurer loves the animated series. He, he, he talks about, he's talked on this show multiple times. What beware of the, uh, beware the great ghost, beware of the great ghost. That is his all time favorite yeah, yeah. spirit. Yeah. Cause, uh, great ghost is played by Adam West. It's so good. So, and that was so the good. that was the character serial character that inspired Bruce Wayne to be Batman. Correct. In the animated show. Correct. Yeah. Well, what was some of your favorites? Like Baby Huey. What's 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 creme de la creme for? Um. So the animated series. Mauer and I were talking about this, and he, <laughs> there has to be just one. It can't be the two. No. Wait, because Mauer posed a question in the comments. <laughs> um. <laughs> about you, what your favorite episode was and m- mine supposedly is you know the easy cash grab one uh it's uh almost got him that's the one where all the, mm. all the vi- oh, that almost got that was a great episode that's, that's a great episode. that's the one where I all, love the that villains, episode. all the villains are sitting around yeah. talking about how they almost got batman um i just love that episode um another one uh heart of that is a great episode heart of yeah. ice with uh with uh mr freeze with that's, mr freeze that's, that's another the, one that's the, the that's the creme de la creme i think that's the crown jewel that's the the reason i keep saying that mr freeze deserves a joker like treatment uh-huh it's because of heart of ice that he deserves a movie like joker is because of heart of ice because he is so well done in that, and his story is he's he's dark he's creepy but he's also so vulnerable it, it that's 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 a beautiful cartoon. Nora. <laughs> Jeez. It's a bad. That's, that's a bad. Well, I was gonna say that's bad, but it really wasn't. That's, that's how, it was very. It, it, was. it was very him. <laughs> but you know the thing with the animated series because Kevin Conroy was great always. Yeah. Always, yeah. Always. 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 Th- the thing that the animated series did from for anybody getting into that world was introduce us to the villains. Yeah, I think a lot of our first real grasp on Batman villains came from the animated series, like learning about who these villains were. Yes, that's how I was. Uh, I think, mo- and that's really what kept that show going. And for me, my favorite ones were Scarface, because yeah. you never see him really anywhere. But there was the ventriloquist who had the who was psychotic and had that the the, the, doll, the dummy the, that, the, with, yeah, yeah. with the the chip in his face uh and then but that one episode with he was into the insane asylum and he was trying his hardest not to listen to the ventriloquist mm. dummy yeah like it like he like he's it was kept talking to him but 
he never like broke in and became the bat like batman is although a big deal he's not the biggest part of that it's more the ventriloquist getting over and that's what again was so good about those is that the story was was like batman was like jaws like not not true because he was still a very big part of it, but so many of them centered around the plot of the villain and Batman just foiling them. Yeah. You learn so much about the villains in that. Like, I, I mean, I think one of the best comics and episodes is the Laughing Fish. The la- oh, oh yeah, the yeah. I mean, that that's was a Mark really Campbell good one. at his in his prime. You know, and plus, it's one of the funniest stories that that dc has ever put out was the laughing fish <laughs> for anybody unaware it was a comic where literally he was trying to uh copyright fish with his face on it because <laughs> joker's plans never make sense because <laughs> because uh, it's the joker and that's 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 how he rolls one one that's uh, <laughs> uh, that i love is um uh the man who killed batman which one was that uh, one? that was the- oh wait wait that was Go ahead, go ahead. It was, uh, just some random guy thought he killed Batman by mistake, yeah. and Joker like goes after him because you know he wants to be the one to kill Batman. Oh, yeah, and um, unfortunately, <laughs> a lot of people are using those scenes right now to you know to pay homage to uh, you know because he has a funeral for Batman. Joker has a funeral for Batman, like he burns his uh, cow. What, what was the? It was. It wasn't killing joke, but it was like uh where Barbara is it was it, did, it something happened to Barbara Gordon where Jim goes crazy and starts like hunting so Batman? that would be season th- I know what you're talking about that that's season three that's when they kind of rework the animation to mirror um uh the Superman animated series uh okay. I, th- I can't remember the name of the episode but that's where it was all a uh dream from uh the fear talks yeah uh Batgirl supposedly. Well, they did a bunch of those, dies. those weird kind of like what if style stories that, that none of them turned out to be true. Yeah, yeah. but that was, it, so one of my favorite ones actually was uh, when you think like he's 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 Bruce Wayne throughout the entire episode, and then he sees Batman, he's like something's not right, and he's like he tries to read a book in the middle of everything, and everything's kind of jumbled and muddled. Yep. Yeah, and he finds out by the end of the episode, it's uh was the mad the mad hatter had it captured him before the show even started so then he breaks free out of the contraption and after he figures it all out it, he was like uh how do you escape from a dream so he had to like wake up gonna sound pretty bad but he had to commit suicide in the dream to wake himself up because you, you can't die in dreams i feel like it's fair <laughs> to say to on this show to just crown Kevin Conroy as Batman, taking the number one spot, regardless on any debate, any conversation moving forward. As much as I'm a Michael Keaton fan, mm-hmm. Kevin, I think I think that's fair for all of us to say. Maybe maybe not Moshko. That's fair if Moshko doesn't want to join in on this this pact. But I think the pact <laughs> now is, if ever asked, it's Kevin Conroy. For sure. Listen, I'll give you Kevin I'll give you a caveat not to it. Affleck. i'll give you a caveat to it right if you're watching any batman any batman movie or show right if you put it on mute whose voice do you hear if you read a batman comic no voice do you hear oh what conroy plain and simple and i hear Conroy every time i mean yep yep yeah no that's 100 percent true no, Moshko, no. <laughs> Moshko's like, I don't know what you guys like are talking about. 14 different recordings of somebody saying something as Batman. I wouldn't be able to pick out uh, the, half of them. The episode uh, the episode you were thinking about, Mint, is called Over the Edge. When 
when Batgirl dies. Oh, over the over the edge. Right, right. That's the name of the episode. Do you okay? Oh, you know what? I got something for you, Moshko. I got something that'll 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 <laughs> show you the love of these voice actors. <laughs> oh, th- did you ever see? It's a it's a long it's a long video, but very worth your time. Have you ever seen the voice actors read Star Wars that they used to do at the Comic Cons? <laughs> they had it's like Tara Strong's on there. Love, uh, the dude love who voices Fry. Um, anyway, it's like six or seven voice actors, and they all get randomly get assigned different characters that they've voiced, but as they play different roles. So like Betty Boop would be uh, Darth Vader for a scene. Right, so they all have to read in their voices, which in is the, okay. So it, like Leia as Bender, like oh look at these boobies, like <laughs> it's is Leia say oh that's Blend, Bender as Leia saying. So every time he had a line, he always ended it with something horrible. But Kevin Conroy is the narrator for every part. Gotcha. That was um, so good. It was a uh, Rob, Rob yeah. Paulson's thing. That's what he used to do. He said, yes, and he made he did the first one, which was outstanding, and then they all started to get bad after that. <laughs> said Robert Paulson. Then he tried to he tried to catch the fire and, and bottle it and, and make Robert a thing Paulson. out of it, and it just I, yeah, Robert no, <laughs> it's no. Pinky. <laughs> no, same same thing happened to Robert Paulson. Yako. <laughs> In What's death, oh, members of Project Mayhem do have a name. Robert Paulson. <laughs> Robert Paulson. <laughs> Yeah, it, I'll put it in the show post. It's definitely that's definitely worth lo- watching if you've never seen it. But you know what yeah. is another thing that's worth watching that that's making its rounds right now, because um, Kevin Conroy just owned being Batman so much that when he did cameo, his cameo is just him doing Batman. I mean, that's that's <laughs> that's it. But someone paid for a cameo from him about the loss of like a family member. And his talk, how he talks about life and death and how the spirit will always be with you and the memories that you have. And going back to what Moshko said about being in the, the, you know, pre-apocalyptic world that we live in, that we have uh, the animated series at our disposal. We have the Arkham games at our disposal that we will be able to cherish and, li- and, and, and keep Kevin going, keep his voice alive throughout Batman media for years and years and years to come because of our pre-apocalyptic world mm-hmm. um, that you should, I, I'll put that in the show post as well. It's, it's absolutely, especially if this is hitting you as hard as it hits a lot of us, it's definitely worth your time to hear what his thoughts on death are. And it will make you, it'll, it'll make you celebrate his life more than grieve his passing. If that means, means anything. Yeah. I mean, you'll do both, but it, it, it'll help. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I would say, you know, if you have a chance, go watch, if you haven't seen it, please go watch Batman, the anime series. It's on HBO max. And that honestly, that's, I feel like that's the, the, the theme of this show. I mean, black Panther losing Chadwick Boseman, but yet celebrating Mm -hmm. what the, what, what came from that passing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then you have Kevin Conroy and then celebrating his uh, outstanding body of work. I mean, Dude, the amount of episodes that guy must have under his belt with the fact that he voiced Batman in like 10 different shows. Yeah. The amount of episodes just in the Batman animated series, let alone Batman Beyond, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, and the animated movies. Dude, that must, that dude must have been behind a microphone. <laughs> oh, I saw you that. You caught yourself. Coming. <laughs> I, your I did a little bit. A little you bit know what? I did. So actually, go watch the Batman animated, uh, Batman Superman adventure. That was the first crossover. That basically led oh. to like the Justice League getting created and all that, for cartoon wise. 
but yeah, it's the 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 passing of these legends is 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 heartbreaking, but the the perseverance of those around them are, is is incredible. It's incredible watching the amount of tweets and the 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 uh, dedications and stuff that have happened for Kevin Conroy was surprising. The Empire State Building, for example, that shocked me. Yeah, is yeah. like when Adam when it happened to Adam West, I'm like, oh, right, that makes sense. I get why they're doing that. I didn't think Kevin Conroy would have the impact that he did, and that's shame on me for thinking that. It's a shame on me for thinking that the voice actor wouldn't be seen as 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 large as the actual actors have been. Well, I mean, think about it, like. Um, our our age group and you know a little bit younger grew up on that being their batman you're 100 percent right yeah i mean absolutely. for our parents for it- our parents in moscow you know adam west <laughs> <laughs> wow wow, wow. Adam west well, maybe was- no it's because you don't like cartoons I mean, it's because you don't like cartoons yeah, 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 you just I mean, just say I you don't like cartoons that's it I caught Batman. I he caught his on, he caught it was himself. on reruns, man. It was on reruns. Caught a little batlash there. Batlash. It was on after the monsters. <laughs> it was on after the monsters. You watched him live. What are you talking about? Oh, uh, no. I, I'm I'm sad of the passing of both of the legends. Uh, I'm I'm glad to see that their legacy will will continue. Yes. Mm-hmm. Even like I mean, to bring Black Panther back up. For for our last little hoorah before we end this show, what did you think of the post credit scene? Oh, T'Challa, son of T'Challa. Like, do you feel that was shoehorned in there, or was that was that meaningful for you? I don't know how to feel about it just yet. Yeah, I really time don't. Will tell on that, it's I I love it, and at the same time, I don't like I don't know if they just did that to do that, or if that actually has ramifications in the world moving forward. Because I think Shuri's Black Panther is going to be. Black I think the name a good long while. The name was so. Shorten. So yeah. the, the, potentially, but now here's the thing. You remember after it happened, I was like, and that's how we get Black Panther back in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, because at at some point, if if they decide to do it this way, Shuri will still be like the Black Panther of Wakanda, but then his son could end up being the King of the Dead Black Panther. So it, it's, it's true. Yeah. It's, you're, it's, you're, it's, I'm not saying that you're wrong, but I'm saying you'd have to age him up quite a bit to make that make sense. What you right. could do in the multiverse stuff if you really wanted to go that route, but you have at least 10 years of movies mm-hmm. before that's even a concept, and God only knows if the MCU doesn't get rebooted by then. Right. Like, we don't know how long this, this how many, I mean, what are the, is it going to be like the iPhone where they're on phase 13? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> how does this work? So that's I what I'm really, saying. Like we don't, I don't, I don't. Reboots the, are cool. The few like, it would not surprise me if the if the universe like we get a heroes reborn story where everybody dies and comes back as somebody new, or and it's a, it's a full reboot. Or they might. Well, no this 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 version of the MCU is is the it's a little bit of the ultimate storyline, right? Oh, 100 percent. It's it's the it's the ultimate. It's six one six, and it's its own thing, all merged into one. Okay. All right. All right. Well, um, I say we all go watch some some Kevin Conroy. I think Moshko. I know your aversion to um, to animated, but I think you should watch at least one episode. Yeah, man. It's I think, I think one, and I it, think if you had to watch one, I don't know. Definitely do the uh, almost got him. She get the nostalgia back. Watch the Adam West episode. <laughs> <laughs> Mauro will be thrilled. He'll watch it with you. <laughs> 
<laughs> the, the two old curmudgeons <laughs> on the couch. Grumble, grumble, grumble. Batman, grumble. <laughs> um, on Leather Wings is, is the first episode. That's actually a really good episode. That's uh, with Man Bat. Oh, yeah. And... That's the first episode? So, t- technically. Man Bat is the first episode? So, airing-wise, it is. Because remember, they did they did a special. This is how I found out about Batman anime series. They aired it Batman anime series after the season two premiere of Power Rangers. <laughs> um, it's all falling into place. It was a prime, and I, I, I vividly remember this. It was it was a prime time thing. Like it was eight eight o'clock was season two of introducing Lord Zed to Power Rangers, and then they premiered Batman anime series after that. I love I love Baby Huey's obscure. <laughs> knowledge i i do i love that he just threw that out of nowhere like mike drop mike drop baby huey i mean that doesn't, gotta get that doesn't ring that. yeah no mike drop huey steven yeah. that doesn't what to think of something mike hurl huey <laughs> he threw it like yeah. really far like hurl home run huey home yeah. run huey there it is and baby huey there you, it is you're always on the money with those yeah he's yeah. one leather wings first episode and then after that's right, well, christmas with the go. joker Let's let's go with Baby Huey's recommendation. Uh, how about how about next week? You tell us what you thought. I will give it a college try. Oh jeez! Oh, All right. <laughs> All right. On that note, I'm going to do yep. that thing. You should do. I'm going to do. Yeah, do you should thing. do it. Yeah, I'm going to do that. The, the thing you, you do. You can find the show Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. That's a Welcome to Fireside of your social media choice, unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew. And head over to Moshko Collects. Go grab yourself. Uh, I mean, are you going to order like the new Black Panther stuff? Is that stuff already available? A lot of it is. Yeah. So. Yep, head over there. Go ahead and grab some Black Panther swag. Go ahead and grab some T-shirts while you're uh, while you're over there as well. Oh yeah! Look, I'm trying to I'm trying to help him so he can help us, man. Go buy some toys from that dude. <laughs> Hit me up in the comments. Uh, yeah, once again, I'm Minty. I'm Oshko, and everything he said and more. <laughs> uh, stay tuned. This is episode six sixty five. So next week, Mephisto, we may, we may have a doozy in for you. <laughs> Mephisto will rear his uh, his that's, head. No, that's Mauer. <laughs> <laughs> that him too. that is coming. Him too. That's coming next week. Is the it, that, that's the apocalypse? Yeah. <laughs> that was, the, the there was, there was so much foreshadowing, so much foreshadowing over the last maybe ten minutes or so that you were talking about with like rebirth and yeah, all that wonderful stuff. So oh, reborn. You. Oh you, oh heroes you. reborn. Don't give away heroes that. Uh, okay. <laughs> Subtle as a sledgehammer. Take it easy, everybody. I'm <laughs> Deuces. And I'm Feature Six Celsior. Imperious Rex. (laughs) 